the outside voice inside. This is the final episode of season two, and today we're giving shout outs to black businesses. From personal chefs, art galleries, astrologers, and wig makers, we cover it all. So grab a seat, take a listen, and we hope you enjoy Outside Voice Inside. Welcome back. We are Sin Delano and Tam Joyner. We will introduce ourselves, but I I have to start off saying this is the last episode of season two. Um, episode 45. It's a lots of things for us today. Um, it is our one year anniversary. Yes, it Yay. is. Jesus, a whole year we've been doing this. Yeah, it's been a it year. It went by quick as hell. It went by quick as hell. We me. sneezed. I, you know, when yeah. we first started, I had hair. I'm bald headed now. Wait, I was looking at the <laughs> old videos and I was like, look at the new she had she had her do and everything. <laughs> I did. I cut that shit off. Um, yeah, but we're going on hiatus, going into planning mode so we can come back new and improved but you know we're celebrating this this anniversary so i'm your co-host in delano it has been a week of preparing to say adios for for a cool little minute i i don't think we've even planned how long we're going on hiatus no and it's it's funny because now i'm thinking about it and i'm like yeah because at some point like in two weeks i'll be gone like going home to my mama so that's what I was you like. You are? My mom is having surgery. And I'm that's going home. right. That's yeah, right. So I'm, I'm going home for like a week. So, so honestly, we may not be back, y'all, till April. Yeah, like, so once we start looking at it, it might be April. I mean, realistically. But yeah. I'll also, I this has been a week I I'm getting ready to graduate. So that is something else that <laughs> the hiatus I normally it was two weeks but I'm getting yeah. ready to grab so it's like a lot that's happening within the next look at months. my friends then to get this degree I'm super hyped about that yeah it's one uh I got two more to go yes yeah, little one down two to go I got I have two I will have two I got two more to go so wish me luck yes imagine the meme of uh lizzo let's go <laughs> yes. this is right this has been a week of um being reminded to appreciate my wins no matter how small they are um yes. because you know everything you've accomplished in life is why you are where you are today so I really was getting excited. Also, this week was uh, Bugs' interview for the C5 leadership. How did it go? She said she aced it. I, I, I mean, it. I had no doubt that she she Wait, had two I interviews. Aced it? So okay. she had a, yeah, she had a group interview and then she had a one-on-one interview. Oh my god, I hate group interviews. So I'm like, 
that is the bane of my existence. When I go for job interviews and it's a yeah. group interview, I'm usually like this. Well, so how they set it up was they had the kids. It was interactive, so oh, okay. they did. It didn't. Logan was like, we were playing games. Basically, they want to see if these kids are suitable to be leaders. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure Logan aced it. She came back asking all kinds of questions like, "What? wait, mom, what degrees do you have? I don't want to be lying. I said, neither of my parents have degrees. And I was like, we don't. I mean, I do, but it's not a bachelor's. Right. So she was like, I said, I would be, I wanted to be the first doctor in our family. And I was like, I think she, she if I don't get mine first, Right, she would be. She would be. So, yeah, I, you know, it's been a progressive week. I said I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of all the initiatives she is taking to do better. Um, the older Bud gets, the more responsible she becomes. Honestly, I think this is because she's trying to get a PS5. <laughs> but I'll take it. Hey, I'll take motivators. it. Motivators. Motivators. She's trying to make me eat my words because I said if she stays on her shit, I'll get her a PS5 and her own TV in her room for when when high school starts. Right. You know, this nigga is like, yeah, I'm going to be on my shit because she wants that PS5. Bad. (laughs) Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. So that's been my week. What about you? Who are you and how has your week been? Hi. My name's Tim Joyner, and before I get started, I would like to say that my new neighbors don't sound like they're bowling, but they sound like they're wrestling hogs upstairs. Oh, God, I am so so sorry. I don't know if the bowling is worse or the hog wrestling, but either way, it's terrible. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hi, I'm Tim, and this week, uh, this week has been pretty chill for me. we uh, actually had uh, some stuff. Both of my new, both of my bosses were in the office this week. We had a, a day where everyone was in the office this week, and because of that, we had um, like little snacks for breakfast. I love it when we do little like breakfast things. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to say this is going to sound so crazy. My supervisor makes this tofu scramble. Look, I'm all that big on tofu. You know, I like some meat, but when I tell you this tofu scramble, I will fight people to get to this stuff. It was that wow, it's super good. And when I find out how to make it, eggs be gone. Uh, also, you know, tofu is all about the seasoning. I had some really good tofu one time, and I've been it's like crack, I've been chasing that particular taste, but nobody has it, always tastes like. One of them sponges you clean the tub with. It always, and that's the thing is that she was telling me what, she, and she also puts like a little bit of turmeric in it, so it gives it that mm. looks. So it looks like eggs when you're eating it as a tofu scramble. So you think in your mind you psych yourself out. These are scrambled eggs inside my little burrito wrap that I'm having this morning, but it's really tofu. It's absolutely delicious. So anybody out there with a good tofu scramble, um. Let us know. Also, I would like to tell the people uh, listening to the show, I'm rich. 
because I have three dozens of eggs in my refrigerator. I hit the lobby. <laughs> I came up. Y'all, she bought <laughs> eggs and Beyonce tickets. And about. she paid her bill. Wait. <laughs> Wait. See, we're going to talk about... See, I wasn't going to bring up <laughs> Beyonce, but I have to now. Because remember we did we did the I did the Verizon pre-sale and yes I was able to obtain Beyonce tickets. Do you know that I got an email this weekend for another pre-sale? For, this is dumb. This is for dumb. The third, for the third night that she's gonna be in Atlanta. I was like, this is the dumbest rollout ever. This I the first of all the rollout is dumb <laughs> and it's confusing as fuck yeah it is and i want to take Ticketmaster down because it's torturous because even with all these pre-sales now this is the kicker Sunita. this is the real kicker the general public sale still hasn't started what everything that's been on sale has only been pre-sale stuff there's not gonna be any tickets left This is a perfect segue into <laughs> how ghetto the world is. Yes. And this is yes. a perfect segue because I feel like, and people can feel however they want to feel about this, but history, this is history. This is not Sunita Walker Delano who has made this up. White people created racism. And as a result of that, these other isms popped up. And classism is one that they're just determined to hold on to because they're losing their grip on racism. Right. So whether people want to believe this or not, elitism mm -hmm. is the twin sibling of classism. Yes, ma'am. And that is what's going on with these tickets. Like, this is about what can you afford? Oh, yep. if you can't afford it, this is not for the poors. Yeah. So, the world is a ghetto. Ticketmaster mm -hmm. is sitting up there with its main ghetto-ness. But also, this past week has just been super ghetto when it comes to social media. I don't understand what they think that they're doing. Like, I understand we live in a capitalistic society. I get that. But the way that everybody is blatantly abusing capitalism, it's fucking disgusting. And this is why people say they hate capitalism, because the abuse of it is it's a norm. It's kind of right. like you start a business, you go abuse the system. Does everybody else do it? Like, it, it's disgusting. So Facebook is about to launch MetaVerify paid subscription service. Like, Facebook started out as just for college students. That's what it said. If you didn't, if you weren't in school, you didn't, or you didn't have a college email address, you right. couldn't even have this social media right and then it turned into this thing it's just it's ugly it it really is about making money and facebook wasn't about that it was really about socializing 
Right. Now it's like if you have a business, you must have Facebook. And that's kind of disgusting to me. Yeah. They're making it, you know, Twitter. Elongated muskrat. <laughs> it goes from bad to worse with him. So now he's making it where you have to pay for Twitter if you have two-factor authentication. There are people who have two-factor authentication on their Twitter for years yep. as a safety measure. Now he's pretty much saying if you don't pay to be a verified user, you can't have two-factor. So you just going to let our our profiles get hacked? Yes. Like this is a this is a safety issue at this point. Like Twitter's not even that dope enough to just be like, I'm gonna risk it all for Twitter. I mean, it's not dope enough anymore. It's not. And on top of that, it gets more ghetto for technology because you over here demanding we pay and you can't even pay your bills, nigga. Well. Twitter is facing $14 million in lawsuits for unpaid bills. And he's saying he inherited these bills, but you're a billionaire. Liquidate some of your funds and pay these bills. You owe landlords, you owe consultants, you owe vendors. Why did you take over a business and couldn't afford to pay the bills, nigga? That was a weird flex. Oh, I got money. I can just buy businesses. Yeah, you got to keep them running, though. Among, among these alleged past due notices, an invoice, almost $7,000 for a swag gift box for Elon, ordered by Twitter's marketing department. Before the deal closed, before he even owned it. Is that necessary? Excuse me. Thank you. I just. Is it necessary? Three months. He has owned Twitter. And he just ain't paying bills. Like you want to. You a boss. Pay your fucking bills, dude. The way that he has come in and wreaked havoc on this app, this company in three months, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) I hate to say this, but it's like people like him will go file bankruptcy and they'll get it and still be rich. Oh, yeah. But see, niggas like you and me, we file bankruptcy. We we can't get nothing for for eight years. We can't can't get nothing (laughs) for eight years. We don't have a place to live. We can't get no credit cards. We can't get nothing. I feel like... The world is so much about appearances that Mm -hmm. people don't even really know that Elon Musk has had tons of close brushes with financial doom. Because all y'all heard was that he's worth billions. But Tesla almost ran out of money. Did y'all know that? It's just, it's so weird to me the way that some people in our community gravitate toward this Nazi-ass, racist, South American, look, apartheid-loving 
man because he because because he has money because he has money listen i look at who your idols are and these are these are not necessarily people that you need to aspire to be like like he even ended up in my homework we had to read about him but he wasn't in there for anything necessarily good we were talking about his leadership (laughs) and how it's crappy (laughs) well it was about his leadership style he uses charisma to get the things that he wants now personally i don't think he's a very charismatic person but for his business goals he finesses people because he doesn't really know what he's doing i didn't this isn't out of my mouth i'm saying this is in a publication written for yep. college level education describing his form of leadership he's not a good business owner no, not at all. So, but hey, that right. Last, lastly, because we're only gonna mention this motherfucker for like two seconds. The messy bitch was back in the news. <laughs> literally, like literally, like at this point, we're gonna create a folder <clears throat> and start putting clips of George Santos fuckery in there him and marjorie taylor green teamed up to ban lgbtq plus books are you fucking kidding me weren't you just in the news says the drag queen as a drag drag queen queen, but now you finna ban queer books my nigga what are you really on like what is your life about george and marjorie oh what is your fucking problem She's just a, a white, a racist white woman. Like, that's what it says at the top of her resume. I'm a racist white and I'm in Congress and I represent the state of Georgia. I just don't understand all of these people who are just determined to be douche canoes. Like, why? Why do you want to be this? You could be anything in the world. You're working so hard to be this. Girl, like I have always said, those people are just mad because they thought that Donald Trump was going to give them their slaves back. That's what they wanted. Listen, I don't think that this particular brand of white people understand that if slavery (laughs) was to come back, like, you do realize that is going to start a real rebellion. You know how many people out here already don't have shit to lose as people of color. Right. And when you tell them that you're going to force them to work for you for free, listen, y'all think guns are a problem now? Right. Put slavery back in. Like, Make it legal. Yeah, look. Guns blazing. That's that's all Gun, I have to say. Look, guns blazing, machetes swiping, yeah. fire lit everywhere. It's you going they, to you be think that they in burnt down Atlanta the first time. <laughs> it's gonna be LA riots throughout the country. 
Octavia Butler's book come to fucking life. Yeah. Y'all better, yo, you motherfuckers better pipe the fuck down and tone your racism down. What's ghetto, all, going, what's ghetto in your world? <laughs> um, besides my neighbor now turning the music up that I can't hear. Um, Sorry. And it's some, excuse my language for uh, no offense to anyone. It's some white hoes. And every time I go to knock on their door, they see me, they don't answer the door because they know what I mean. But every time I come back downstairs, the music is turned down because you know why I'm up here. Do they be playing some ratchet shit? Girl, today they was playing Billie Eilish like I was at a goddamn Billie oh. Eilish concert. I don't like that shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> but even if it was shit you like, like turn your fucking music down, yo. Right, because here's the thing is that I don't care that you play your music. I never cared that. But don't have it up so loud that I can't hear my TV in my room that I'm sitting right in front of. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. So, like, you can play your music. I don't care. Like, because I play my music. But just have it at a, a volume that you can hear. I don't need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that was a sidebar. I apologize, y'all. Um, but my ghetto is the same thing about elitism. Mm-hmm. Um, Neiman Marcus. So, you know, like all of the upscale um, stores have like a store where they sell like their clearance items. Yes. So you have like, uh, what's the one for Saks Fifth Avenue? Well, they all, you know. The, brown, the brown bag. What is it? Yeah. Because, you know, like Nordstrom, like Nordstrom Rack. Rack. So yeah. along those lines, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue has one and it's like, sacks on something but it's yeah but it's like a, a, things that are discounted or things that are on clearance they take them out of the normal stores and they put them in stores so mm-hmm. uh nina marcus has decided that instead of uh having those stores um for clearance items and things they're gonna they're gonna shut down all those stores so that's people putting people out of a job that's one but that you're only going to focus on the top two percent of your customers who spend lots of money. Uh, the top 2% was said, I think that they make up uh, 40% of their sales. So they're gonna focus on those people because those people on average spend about $27,000. So the last time I looked at math, 40% <laughs> is less than half of a hundred. So I'm trying to figure out where did the rest of the 60 coming from if you don't want the poors to shop in your stores because that's how you're going to market it now towards your elite customers. You're not even going to advertise to the average customer. And here's the thing with Neiman Marcus. I've been in Neiman Marcus and there's some things that I can't afford and some things that I can't afford. But you know, sometimes you go into Neiman Marcus because they carry stuff like a cologne or a perfume yes. that, you can't, that you can't find anywhere else. So now you're telling me you don't even want my hundred and fifty dollars for the that I might come in there twice a year and buy. But that's, you don't even want that. That's what I was gonna say. Stores like Saks and Neiman is not cheap anyway. Right. No, like not literally, nothing in there is cheap. I there was when I did wear like perfume all the time. I think I bought mine from. It was yeah. like $75 for the smaller size, $125 for the bigger right. size. 
And I use that shit sparingly. Right. It's not cheap. Now no. I could get it in the body oil version from Akbar down at the market, yep. but that shit used to break me out. So I just said fuck it and I would give them my money. But now you saying my $75 ain't good in nope. your store? He don't want your $75. But it was it was very funny because when the you know when it came out this week, what was funny was that all the people that read the article, like you know, I'd be on TikTok and they'd be talking about it and how they were all laughing at him and they were like, uh, "Oh, Neiman Marcus will be closed in a year." Like yes. all of them will be closed in a year, and I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Cause because it's not the math is not mathing, sir. The math ain't math." First of all. The way that rich people stay rich is they don't be spending their money. So not like that. They don't spend their money like us poors. So you finna sacrifice 60% of your sales for these motherfuckers that don't ain't even thinking about you. Baby. And that's and that's the crazy thing, because I'm like. I think that anybody who runs a business, a retail business in that way, probably looked at his looked at his statement and laughed their ass off. Like, sir, what are you doing? I mean, if you don't want to, if you want to run the company into the ground to sell it for cheap, just say that. Like, just say that. It's a tell as old as time. Racists will fucking cut their Maybe. nose off to spite their face. Baby. They will they will slit their throat just to be like, I don't I don't want this part. So I'm I'm gonna kill myself. All right, idiot. Right. So everybody <laughs> keep you. your keep your eyes open. Um, because at some point the way that things are going, there might be a clearance sale at Neiman, Neiman Markets. It'll liquidation of a go there. It'll be the go out going out of business liquidation. <laughs> yes. And, and that's when right I'll there. go get early in the morning. <laughs> Me and you will go go up to Phipps <laughs> and cash in on fragrances. Yes, I might actually I might do. wait till Neiman Marcus goes out of business to go get my watch. Thank there you, camera. Thank you. Because I mean. Because I'm, I'm predicting it. I'm predicting it right now. Liquidation sale. They're going to be I, selling um, fixtures and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, Lord have mercy. Everybody, I'd say this once a year. Watch the TED Talks about plutocrats. Yeah. He said that, you know, they're coming for you. Your, your money's not going to save you. I think that they really believe it can and it won't. It really I mean, won't. up until this point, you know, they we don't want to deal with these poor. So we're gonna we're gonna move somewhere above them. We're going to drive things that they can't afford so we don't have to look at them on the road. Right. You know, it, there's all these ways to get around. I don't want to be affiliated with the poors. So when the poors come with the pitchforks and the the flames. Don't ask for help. Yeah, no. I'm on the poor side. Yep, I'm poor. I'm a poor, <laughs> according to you. Oh my God. 
Now we get into our speaker box. Um, this week, I've really just been listening to different types of jazz, mainly bossa nova and French jazz. French jazz gets a little chaotic sometimes, so I'll be having to put that on pause. But I listened to that and the Blueprint 3. I, I was just in a Jay-Z mood. I don't, I don't know why. I have no idea why, but I was listening to that. And of course, my favorite song on there is the one with Kid Cudi. I haven't said his name in a while, huh? Uh, maybe a week. <laughs> Has it been just a week? It's been like a month. But um, <laughs> Already Home is my jam off of there. So I was listening to that. And um, as far as jazz, there's this jazz artist, Ronnie Jordan. Oh, girl, yes. Oh, you know Ronnie Jordan. Yes, so I do. I was listening to After Hours. So love Ronnie Jordan. Yeah, you can, you can buy, you can put After Hours on repeat and literally listen to that song all day. What what's been in your speaker box? Um, well, this week Carnival started in Trinidad, and I am <laughs> not there. <laughs> And she's only laughing at me because I've been super <laughs> salty, salty about it. Because this is the first carnival since the pandemic. Like since since when I went, this is the first one that Trinidad has had. So um, that means everybody is there, and it's just like a sea of of people. And I'm looking at the parties and the people on the road, and I'm just jealous and whatever. Anyway. Um, Every time soca season, excuse me, soca season, carnival season comes around, we get like blasted with new soca music. So one mm -hmm. of these tunes that came out that I feel like may have won the road march, I'm not sure because the results haven't come out, but it's a song by Skinny Fabulous, which most people know that I love him and Nyla Blackman and I like Nyla Blackman a lot too. Um, it's a song called Come Home. It's basically a duet. It's basically about when the you know people come come to Trinidad and they party and you know you have somebody that you party with every time you come to Trinidad but y'all don't y'all go y'all separate ways but when it's carnival time y'all come together but it's a it's a it's a good tune you guys would like it everybody go listen run the streams up I want to be the uh look the spokesperson for soca music in the United States even though I know that's not me I would like to do because <laughs> I love it so much. Um, also, I found uh, there's a song that I've been seeing on TikTok. It's called I Hope by uh, Lizzie Birchie, but I, I, it's not on streaming services. But she does have another song that I like called Growth. Um, everybody, everybody keeps referring to her sound as like neo-soul, but I hate that term now. Why? Time. I hate the term because I don't have, all, but I've always felt this way. Soul music is soul music. It's, and it comes in different styles. So I just don't like the term like neo soul, like, cause it's, it's just soul music. Like that's just kind of what it is, but it's a really, really good song. And um, to round it up, I listen to some good old R&B, some good rib music, uh, uh, Seduction by Usher. Mm -hmm. um because i have this classic slow jams playlist that i play but you know you hear seduction you gotta hit a body roll 
every once in a while when you hear seduction by, by Usher. And then it made me want to see him again. Like, even though I know I'm not going to see him again, it makes me want to go see him. I know. But, uh, I'm just like, you know, if uh, somebody ever wanted to buy me a gift, just randomly, I could see Usher a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I could see him again. It's all good. It was good. It, <laughs> it was, was good. good. But yeah, that's so. That's what's in my speak box this week. Good. Without further ado, episode forty-five. We are doing Black Business shoutouts. It is still Black History Month. Yes. You know it's it's all about Black people every day for us, but. You know, it's, we a whole month to highlight our niggas. So we're going to take full advantage of it. it. It's our anniversary episode too. So we're, we're trying to go out with a bang. But, yes, yes, yes. you know, there's tons. I didn't realize I knew so many business owners. Um, I didn't realize that I followed so many Black businesses Um on Instagram. I mean, I think I follow them on Twitter too, but I'm more active on Instagram. So it was very difficult creating this list because I want to support everyone, but I narrowed it down to people who have services and products that I have taken advantage of and, or that I want to push people to take advantage of. Yes, we know tons of people who have podcasts just like us and I urge you guys to go through season one and season two and support all the people we've had on our show because they in some way are uh, they either have a business or they work for companies that you know we have supported in the past however we are highlighting very specific companies. We started last weekend by highlighting uh, Lovey Guayhi and uh, Beauty and the Beast, which was Easy and Danielle. They cut, well, Easy cuts me and Tamara's hair. Danielle does literally everything related to hair. Um, you need the locks retwisted? You want to start some locks? Go yeah. to Danielle. She is, I watch her. I try not to stare at her because I don't want to make her uncomfortable, but she has magical hands. She really I, does. I've seen her braid up some heads while I've been in there and been like, Jesus. She's fast, too. Yep. Yeah, so we started last week mentioning a couple people, and so we continue this week. Um, just FYI, what I'm wearing today is from Iguahi, from Love Iguahi. I have it's nice. They're nice. Yeah, it's super comfy, but... um. I guess I, I can kick it off. Um, yes. I'm a big reader. As as y'all know, I have a um, another thing that I do on the side, which is reading with friends. So once a once a month, I read a book with uh, a, a different person every month of the year. And there's a, I haven't read any comic books with people because you don't really 
you can't really span those out like you could sit down and read a comic book in like in like an day. hour and yeah. Hour, yeah in an hour yeah. really yeah um because it's more visual but there is this company dream theory comics i um became familiar with them because of kickstarter which right. if you guys don't know the ceo of kickstarter is a black guy now is it That's, really yeah his name's everett okay. i I follow him and I watch I watch everything he does because Kickstarter was having some issues right. um, and he's pretty much there to like course correct. Okay. So he's focusing on certain things that Kickstarter wasn't focused on before. Um, I mean, he's black. So he has an right. interest in making sure those who weren't didn't get the exposure before would and he's implementing a lot of new things but um dream fury was uh they're comic book creators they're black and they created uh keisha demon eater and crescent city monsters uh stories that were based out of new orleans but the art is black and white but it's I've never seen anything that was black and white that was colorful at the same time. I I know that doesn't make sense, but it's still drawn very vividly. Support as a comic book reader, if you guys are out there, support this black business because I've I feel like we need to see more black people mm-hmm. with comic books. We read them. We right. just don't have a lot of people, our people selling them or and or making quality ones. So right. I wanted to highlight them um, because they're they're actually releasing a color version of Keisha Demon Eater. I, I actually got it for Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I support all of their Kickstarters. So I'm I'm mentioning them because anyone who reads comic books should should fuck with them. Um, speaking of publications also, uh, Lorenzo Diggins created, he's, I, I know everyone's a creative in some capacity, right? But he really embodies this, like, he's always creating something. I met Lorenzo when I was in LA. He was, um, he's, he's friends with Terry. And so- uh, I met him through Terry. He's always creating something. It's always extremely successful. Um, his supply and demand, I he hits his numbers like all the time. It's genius. I don't know how he does it. But he created Fine Piece, Keep Piece, which is a, a independent print publication. It's a newspaper. Right. And in this digital age, technology is king, really. Like, we literally read everything on our phones. So, you know, most people wouldn't have done that. Like, a newspaper isn't going to sell. This shit sells like fucking hotcakes. <laughs> it's a quarterly newspaper. Um, it's $20. But it's, it's, it's a novelty. It's like a novelty item. And I write in it. Um, I've written in, I want to say, two, two issues. He's had four. 
the fourth issue just came out this month. Um, he's all, he's on Instagram. Everyone I'm mentioning is on Instagram. He's on Instagram as a uh, find peace, keep peace. If you haven't read it, you want to read something of substance. There's a theme to every issue he releases. So the last one was the theme was legacy. He's done one where it was, the theme was time. I believe I, I, uh, put something in time in the time issue. Um, I, the other two escaped me, but these are businesses I'm pushing people to support because, you know, they're the little guys, but they're Black people. They have good ideas. Um, the product is good. The customer service, A fucking one. Let me tell you something. I'm not mentioning anybody on here who has terrible customer service. I'm going to mention one more person and then I'm going to lob it to you. Um, I'll mention a, a woman, a woman. I actually just bought something from her the other day. Goody Howard. Um, she's Good. on. What's your back? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Goody. <laughs> Goody Howard. She's on Instagram as Ask Goody. Um, she's a sexologist. She's she's very much so about sex education. Um, she doesn't bite her tongue about anything, but she is, I don't know. I, I don't care if other people have different opinions about Aquariuses. I, I love me some Aquariuses. I, I oh, don't Jesus Christ, on the energy that they give is just like, yes. Anyway, that's, that's, that'll segue into my next section of people, but Goody sells um, sex positive merchandise. Yeah. She also sells sex toys. She gives seminars and discourses about sex. And I know some people are just like, you don't need nobody to teach you how to suck dick. Listen. Yes, you do. No, but there are, there are people who haven't learned these things because there's lots of shame Right. around sex so it's not that there aren't people who don't want to explore and who don't want to do these things but religion yes makes people feel like they can't do certain things i remember i'm not gonna say any names but there was this married woman she had been married for decades to her husband and he never performed oral sex on her never and he wouldn't allow her no wait a minute he wouldn't allow her to perform oral sex on him because that wasn't of god who you know what i was about to say I bet you he had a side piece out there that was slurping the Oh, back. this man was notor a notorious <laughs> fucking cheater, okay? Yes. Notorious. Slurping I'm pretty back. sure he was getting his knob slobbed, okay? Yeah, he just didn't want his wife to do it. But I, I mentioned that because people like Goody are great for those types of people because, yeah. you know, life happens. You get a divorce or you decide, you know what? I don't want religion to dictate everything I do in my life. And so you're like a, a brand new baby fawn when it comes to sex, like the whole world has opened, but 
you're embarrassed and you don't want to tell the people closest to you that you don't you don't really know what the fuck to do outside of missionary right. goody howard's the perfect person for this because she's going to teach you and she's not going to make you feel like you're a dumbass right because you're how old and don't haven't done these things right yeah she's great um she's pretty awesome she is i i bought since you're in my business i bought a rose oh okay everybody has one but me i i i was like do i want one but i i i feel like i'm investing in my collection i'm doing things for me so you know the person i was married to was intimidated by toys why do you need that you have me (sighs) (sighs) it is my hope that as this man has matured i as an aged that that is no longer an issue like i always thought that was weird when people were just bothered by say it's a sex toy like it's not a human being yeah. this can't do things that humans can do it just it it gets a job done right that's it yeah regardless yeah. now i'm back to building my collection back up so i will give my coins to goody and you can give your coins to her too yes so i love it yeah i will say more uh more people on my list but i want to hear what you got um so a lot of the people on my list some are people that i know that i know personally some are people i'm gonna seize excuse me okay some are people whose products i've used so i you know i my list is very varies from one to the other but the first um company on my list is Ancient Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. I feel like I discovered Ancient Cosmetics during the pandemic. You and did. I say that, and I say that because between Ancient Cosmetics and God is Dope, they got all my money like during the <laughs> pandemic. I think I had like God is Dope t-shirts come every other week and then like a package of body butter was every other week. Um, Ancient Cosmetics is a Black family-owned company. I, um, if I remember correctly, they're based out of North Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how I found them. They came, in my, came up in my timeline on Instagram. And then I just ordered something like randomly. And it smelled so delicious that I just continued to order. And, and so much so, I had so much stuff that I had to start giving some of it away. Because yes, I had, thank I you. So much of it. <laughs> in my house but um they have different collections um I've always gotten my favorite and um as the seasons change I'm switching scents so for the past six months I've been doing caramel butterscotch and that's in body spray body butter lotion and soaps I've had that oh and body polish because they kind of do it all they (laughs) they have everything for your body they also have like um facial cleansers they have uh um face oil for to brighten a brightening serum they have a clear skin oil all these when i tell you i have used almost everything 
they have purchased. Um, a man who uh, who will not be named also bought, they have a men's line. Extent. <laughs> he bought them because I talked about it so much, even though I never got to smell it on him because he's a jackass. But um, <laughs> um, I even like, we, uh, I even did a presentation like at my job, we had like a workshop and they were like, tell us about a company you support. And then I just pulled out a, a, a jar of birthday cake body butter. And I was like, this is ancient cosmetics. And I'd be like this whole ass presentation. So like, I am their biggest fan. <laughs> you can find them on Instagram. If you go to their website, it's ancient cosmetics with a Z. I'm assuming that they couldn't get it with an S because somebody else had the domain name, but it's ancient cosmetics with a Z. Um, if you sign up for their text list, every time that there is a sale, you will get a notification. And that's why I need to stop getting those because every time <laughs> there's a sale, I go straight to the website, see what I can buy. Um, my next scent for the next season, I'm going back to the uh, Jasmine and Argon oil. Is that my, smells is good. My, is my new scent for the next season. So if y'all, you know, ask me what I'm wearing or what I smell like, I'm just going to send you to the website. So Ancient Cosmetics, love it, love it, love it. Um, the next company I want to talk about is a company um, that a former co-worker of mine and my homie started. Carrie Abner um, started Manhattan Gray. And basically it's um, hair products for people who have gray hair. Um, Carrie's a young man, but he went gray prematurely. And he told the story about how he was dyeing his hair and doing all these things because he was a little insecure about his hair being gray. And then when he decided to stop dyeing his hair, he felt like nothing that he used as far as hair products worked on gray hair. Mm -hmm. So he took time out to find the things that worked for his gray hair and created an entire company called Manhattan Gray. So if you have a family member or somebody who's got a head full of gray hair, send them over to the website. He even makes merchandise that um, says the words like greatness and things but it has it's great spelled with gray in it mm. so um and a lot of times when people have gray hair i think that we assume that they're older yeah because their, hair, because their hair is gray and sometimes they might be younger than you they just have gray hair i went to yeah. high school with a guy he started graying i think at 12 and yeah. 15 he kept his haircut real short because i mean he was 15 16 and he yeah. he didn't want people to know he had gray hair but i think all his hair he wears a bald head now but he's gray right and i mean and we look i can't speak for you but i have a few gray hairs and they them you see this they wildly as hell <laughs> like they those are the hairs that don't never want to do nothing that you want them to do and it's like you can't, you my can't solve that issue. So imagine if you had a whole head full. My cousin, my God, love her to death. She has a head full of gray hair. And she was like, I've tried to dye it. She said the dye won't stay. Like yep. she, she said she tried all these different things. She was like, I'm just wearing it naturally in curls. So, you know, like, and that's the thing is that's what these products are for to moisturize your hair and mm -hmm. to kind of tame it in a way because gray hair is very wily it's just kind of all over the place so whatever the hell it wants yes manhattan <laughs> gray and it's g-r-e-y because you know okay. some people will be like it's a is it a or e and um they have a page on instagram um 
and Carrie is my homeboy. We used to work together. I truly, truly missed him when he left because um, he's a really dynamic guy. He, uh, this is, and the, the crazy thing about Manhattan Gray and how well he's doing, it's literally his side hustle. <laughs> like this is not mm. his, his job job. This is something he did in his spare time. He works in the music industry. So it's, okay. so it's, it's, so it's really neat that he took the time out to create something that is actually doing very well and that is helping a lot of people um, who have gray hair with um, taming their hair and making their hair look shiny and stiff. I love it. Awesome. Um, let me see one more. I'll throw one out here. Um, look, like you said, a woman. Um, some of you know, I work at an art and design school. I've been working there for uh, 1,569 years. Um, and a lot of times I keep up with my students to see what it is that they're doing. Well, when I first started working there early on, I had um, a student who was getting her degree in photography. Um, she was an older married woman with her kids were in college. And um, she was like, I'm only getting an MA because I'm just trying to learn this, you know, learn photography a little bit, take some pictures, do some things. Well, she actually has an art gallery that she owns uh, here in Atlanta on off of Cascade Road. It's called the Arnica Dawkins Gallery uh, Photographic Fine Art. So it's mostly photography art that is in her gallery. Mm -hmm. And what I love about her gallery is that when she has um, new shows, I follow her uh, gallery on social media. And a lot of times some of the students, some of the people that have been highlighted were other former photography students of mine, which was really, really awesome to see them have their works up in a big space. Well, in their big works up in a space and that people would come by and see and there's always new artists uh, being highlighted there. So if you check it out, it'll tell you which artists are featured, you know, during this season. And when they switch it up, they'll have, you know, gallery opening and things like that. But um, for those of y'all looking to look at some pretty stuff in Atlanta, it's off of Cascade Road. So uh, Arnika Dawkins Gallery owned by Arnika Dawkins. Um, she's doing a great job of highlighting um, Black artists. Um, <laughs> Black photography artists. Um, so it's pretty awesome. I have uh, seen lots of my students work over like being advertised over in their space. And I'd be like, I'm like proud mama, even though like she's probably older than me. But I'm like proud mama <laughs> because like, I'd like to see them succeed and do well. And so if you ever want to take somebody on a little date, you can go to a, to a little art gallery. Don't say I ain't never put you on. <laughs> and now I shall toss it back over to you, Denita. So I mentioned Aquarius's last. So look, yes. <laughs> I have always been intrigued with astrology because my favorite grandma, she would read her um her horoscope every day when she had her coffee with her burnt toast. So I started reading them and I didn't put any energy into it. It's just like, eh, it's astrology, you know, it's general info, whatever. 
Um, I wanted to get my birth chart done because I kept saying that I was born on a cusp and I was reading some information. It was just like, cusps aren't really real. Get your birth chart done. You'll know exactly if you are a Scorpio or a Sagittarius. So most of my life, people just assumed I was a Scorpio. So I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever. 11, 22. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I had my birth chart done by Jason, who is the Sagittarian mind. Discovered I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> it has to do with the time of day that you're born. Yeah. So if you're always putting in November 22nd, it's going to tell you you're a Scorpio. Right. But if you put your time in, depending on what time of day you were born on November 22nd, you're Sagittarius. So that's how I found out. But I also found out about my rising sign, which is an ascendant sign. Um, my moon. I found out all these things, what these things mean. And yes, some people call astrology pseudoscience. It's blah, not blah, real. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. But I, I kind of look at it the same way as astronomy is real, right? I'm not saying astronomy and astrology are the same thing. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there are certain things that grow based on when the moon is in the sky or, you know, where the seasons are. All of this stuff is based on things that are shifting, right? So why yeah. wouldn't that affect humans too? This is how I reason it. The Sagittarian mind gave an in-depth um, detailed report about who I was based on astrology. He checks in with you. He's he's actually has great customer service. I actually need to check in on him, but his name is Jason Fleming and he is an astrologer, a black astrologer. I didn't really know that those existed outside of, you know, the kooks that I used to see online, right? Or, or, or not online when I was a kid on the TV. Yeah. You see, and, and we knew not to trust those people, right? But you can trust Jason. I've actually um, grown to know other astrologers and trust their, their work because of Jason. So the Sagittarian mind, he's on Twitter and he's on Instagram. Um, I want to mention this woman. I haven't bought any of her products, um, but I was impressed so much. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. I was so impressed by her product. I am a lover of candles. I love them. I know there are tons of people who are like, candles are not safe. They're toxic. All this. You can buy safe candles. Yes, you can. You can. Search for your safe candles. Um, Jody Ann Morgan. She creates body positivity candles. These candles are so fucking cute. They're like curvaceous little candles. And some of the bodies are non-gendered. So she creates candles that are just booties. <laughs> or just the front of a body. Um, big titties, little titties, big gut. She created a pregnant candle. They're colorful. Um, uh, just reading all the reviews, 
because uh, she's on Instagram. Her Instagram is C as in cat, T-O-A-N dot C-O. So her company is, I don't know if, if you say it or if you spell it out, but C-T-O-A-N company. Uh-huh. And she sells all different types of body-shaped candles. They're so cute. I don't even want to burn them. I just want to put them around my house. But support her. Yeah. She's a black queer woman. So it's her business. Um, I believe she's married also. So her and her partner um, create these candles. There is a, a need. Appreciate these bodies. So this is a uh, something I will be supporting. I will be buying as I finish unpacking this uh, this apartment. <laughs> I've just moved. Um, the next two people, they're the same um, category. So that's why I'm mentioning both of them at the same time. The first one, my cousin, Chef Cameron, he has a business called Nicholas Wayne. I want to make sure I I said it right. I think there's something else to Nicholas Wayne Company okay. on, uh, on Instagram, but he's a personal chef. Um. And he creates meal plans. I haven't eaten my cousin's food, but I can tell you, it's not shitty. Like if right, you're <laughs> you love food, Tara. If I yeah. sent you, I sent you his stuff. Yes, you have. Yeah. So he's he can pre he can cook anything. That's what I'm anything. But he he does do fine cuisine for the most part because he's he's in the wine country. He's in Napa. Oh my god! Yeah. Excuse me. So he's a chef out there. Um, support my family, y'all. He got to pay these bills, take care of these kids. <laughs> um, support my family, y'all. <laughs> in addition to my cousin, um, somebody I went to high school with. During the pandemic, he was selling plates of food. No, I should say, was it during the pan- during the pandemic or like Right, right before the pandemic started, and okay. then he did it. Yeah, so it was right before the pandemic started. Brandon King, his business is Salt and Fire. So he's on Instagram, Salt underscore and underscore Fire. He's a personal chef also, but it, it developed into a catering business. That's what I'm talking about. Let me tell y'all, he would sell plates, twenty, thirty, forty dollars. So he was making things like oxtails and and greens and yams. Let me tell you, the oxtail plate was $26 and it was worth every dime. He did like not yes. the best gravy I've ever tasted in my fucking life. I never knew this nigga could cook. Never knew he could cook. Girl. And I think he posted something. I was like, I'm going to try his food. Listen. Can you imagine me sharing oxtails with Logan? Girl, you don't share oxtails. What do you mean? No, you don't because normally they don't give, the Jamaicans be stingy as fuck, right? You don't don't share that. Brandon put like eight oxtails. Oh my God. In that thing. He was going for broke. He was going for broke. No, but his food was so good. He was able to increase his price points. He sold out of all his plates. And here's the thing. 
how he did it was he never told anybody where he was in until it was time for you to come get your food and this is i thought that was very smart because this is how you keep people from having a line at your door he didn't want that it was very personalized and he has managed to keep it personalized like he will come to you and create a huge spread of food so he um i've seen him do birthday parties um engagement parties um wedding party like he can cook his ass off also so definitely support black men in business i think i've said i've said four okay so i can pass back to you okay i um these the next ones i'm mentioning are you know products that i have actually partook of partook um first of all i want to say i've been living in atlanta for 23 years oh jesus christ that's a long long time (laughs) almost as long as i have lived lived in my hometown um when i first moved to atlanta one of the first places i went people told me to go with little five points i had no idea what was what little five points was why i was there but there used to be this place on the corner little five points called the bazaar when you walked into the bazaar it was all all these different little booths in one space so you had somebody who may have sold like incense and body butters somebody who sold like clothes and just different things but there was Mm -hmm. one spot in the front where this guy sold music it was a little music booth and he sold like cds and stuff and it was always music that i couldn't find any any fucking where else it was always there Mm -hmm. and i was there so frequently that i became very well acquainted with uh, the owner his name was daryl and the booth was called moods music Mm -hmm. well daryl made so much money and had such an impact on people shopping for music that now he left out of the bazaar and opened up a whole shop like across the street it's still there moves music is still there it's way bigger there's a second part to it where they sometimes have performances and now they sell like books and like clothing and uh different home goods that um uh, black um business owners have and they use the space to sell things he still sells the best music in town i haven't bought music in a really long time because i no longer have a record player nor do i have a cd player so but i'm gonna get back into it but he's always gonna get my money he has always put me on the artist i've never heard of there's a lot of different things and he's like a treasure in the city of atlanta and during the pandemic, I think that he got some kind of a uh, grant from Shaquille O'Neal. I feel like it was for like $10,000. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, because of course people weren't really out shopping. So it was mm-hmm. like, you know, to help business stay afloat, if I remember correctly. But you can look it up and it was like uh, uh, Moods Music and Shaquille O'Neal and you'll see all the information. Mm-hmm. But um, he's located in Little Five Points on Euclid Avenue in the city of Atlanta. Um, 
you know, I saw a list of uh, black owned record stores across the country. And I think that in the city of, in the state of Georgia, I think there were like three or four and his was one of the, the four that was on the list. So, you know, record stores exist, but it's about the black ownership that a lot of times you don't see. Yes. So definitely go and support my man, Daryl. Uh, I love him to death. Every time I see him, it's just like you catching up with an old friend that you haven't really seen in a long time. So um, mm-hmm. make sure you uh, stop by and buy some music from him. Um, also, um, I, I will never forget the day that I <laughs> heard about this place. I was reading something. It was either in the AJC or newspaper, and they were talking about how this uh this black guy got this grant from the city of Atlanta to open up a donut shop. And I was like, a black man making donuts? You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go get me a donut. Like, I'm just gonna go get me a donut. Like, just as support. Man, listen, let me tell you something. Them the best damn donuts. They was the best donut I have ever had. Now, everybody liked they Krispy Kreme. Some people like Dunkin'. Yeah. But Everybody's a fan of Krispy Kreme. I grew up on Krispy Kreme donuts, but the one thing about Krispy Kreme was that for me, they always were a little greasy. Like that's just yes. me. They were no, always they little, were. Yeah, they always <laughs> a little greasy. Um, but when I went to Sublime Donuts, and there are two locations here in Georgia, in Atlanta, there's one off of North Druid Hills, and there's one off of, is that 10th Street near Georgia Tech? Mm-hmm. Um, 10th Street one is the original, is the OG, and then he opened up the location off of uh, North Drew Hills. But um, he also has one in Singapore, if I remember correctly. Wow, Singapore. Yeah, it's it's either it's Singapore or Thailand, but it's somewhere in Asia that he okay. has another. He has a third location. The last time I looked, but um, Kamal Grant is his name. He's the owner of Sublime Donuts. He actually uh, learned how to make donuts when he was in the military. Um, He was a baker in the Navy. And when he got out of the military, he wanted to start making donuts. The donuts at Sublime Donut are very light. Yes. Um, And I I still haven't figured out how he does that because they're not the, the greasy, like, and they're not the cake donuts. Like Mm-mm. at some places that make donuts that they're very cakey. It's, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know how he does it. It's, he, it's wizardry. It's witchcraft. I don't know. Like how he air. Does it. Yeah, it really is like air. And I still, no, look, places nowhere near my house. I will still, if I want some, I will get up and I will drive to the other side of town for a donut <laughs> from Sublime Donuts. It, and you know the thing is like one of my favorite donuts in the world is like Boston cream donut. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't have a Boston cream; he has an A Town cream. So instead mm-hmm. of instead of it being a round donut with the chocolate on top and the custard in the middle, it's shaped like the letter A, with the mm-hmm. chocolate on top and the cream in the middle. So you know where you <laughs> are. You're you're in Atlanta. So um, if you guys ever are in town, or for the people that are here in Atlanta, if you haven't had a Sublime donut. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you for not having a sublime donut. So definitely go support those two men. And I wanted to mention 
Now, I've been following this company on social media for a long time, but didn't really get to taste their product until probably about a month ago. Mm. And then I was pissed at myself that I hadn't been over there. Um, Just Add Honey Tea Company. They're located on the Beltline in Atlanta. Um, and the uh, founder and owner is Brandy Shelton. Um, it's pretty much a tea company. They have a, a other location where you can go buy tea, but it's also like a tea house where you can sit and just have tea um, and kind of soak up the atmosphere while you're over there. Because um, the Beltline is special. It's a special place to be most of the time <laughs> when you're on the Beltline. But they sell like so many different varieties of teas. They actually were at the orientation at my job and they were giving away tea for people mm. to drink while they were waiting around and I got to taste some. Holy smokes. And then they had different honeys. So they had like you could different types of honeys that you can add to your tea and different mm-hmm. kind of things. Like you can make it spicy if you wanted or like... Mm ginger and like it was all these different things they, the setup was fabulous I mean and everything on their page I think the, if you go to their website everything is like white and yellow so it's very like um honey inspired like when you look at the website and it's mm-hmm. it's I, I I need to go to their location on the Beltline because I would like to sit and just have tea at a tea house that would be nice but when, tea, when we going uh, look, we have to look at our calendar because we need to go. Yes. Yes. Um, because, um, and the, you know, the tea was good. Like, and then they sell it. You can buy it by like pound, the ounce or whatever. But like, they got every kind of tea that you're looking for. And please go out and support this business. They've been around, I think, for about two, what is this? Two, three years now? I think they've been around. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that, you know, I, company starts and they're doing okay but I think they're really hitting their stride because I think you know a lot of people like teas and it's I know that there's mm-hmm. two places in the city but um just add tea they they put a little razzle dazzle on it and I like them mm-hmm. a lot so I want to big them up so just add honey tea company um here in Atlanta awesome so I'm toss it on back to you I really do think this is going to be our drink champs episode and I'm not mad about it. Uh, <laughs> I, these are these are my last people that I, I have. This was so hard picking who to talk about because I can go hours right. typing up black businesses. I have to mention my chiropractor. When I moved back to Georgia, I said I only wanted to deal with black doctors because. I just, I'm tired of dealing with white doctors who are, oh, you're all right. And I'm dying. I mean, you'd be super sick. Yeah. Like I'm done. I needed doctors with a certain quality of care. I even was looking for fat women doctors, fat black women doctors for a while, because I was tired of doctors telling me that my weight was the reason for all these things but when I was thin I still had these health problems right the medication you gave me made me fat motherfuckers 
Boom. So when I moved back to Georgia, um, I knew I needed a chiropractor, but it wasn't at the top of my list of things to do. Then I was put on some medication that gave me vertigo and I fell three times. So, you know, I had to see a chiropractor at that point because a nigga almost had to have hip surgery. Jesus Christ. My chiropractor, Dr. Marlene Perez, she's checking two boxes for people of color. (laughs) But um, she has a business, uh, 100% chiropractic in Alpharetta, Georgia. So it is a franchise business, but I refer people, even though she's all the way in Alpharetta, your quality of care is worth the drive. Right. Like once you find a good doctor, if I ever leave the city of Alpharetta, I will still drive up here to see her because you guys, my hips literally were like lopsided. You can't see me, but Tamara can see it. My hips were at a 45 degree angle. That's how fucked up my back was so my pants legs one it looked like I had polio one pants leg was always shorter than the other a lot of people never saw this about me I was told I had scoliosis since I was like nine ten years old um I have uh what is called why is it skipping my my brain Degenerative disc disease. Okay. It is hereditary. My grandfather had it. My father had it. I have it. My brother has it. My sister has it. But we all have it in different places. So pretty much the disc in our spine, they deteriorate and they all sit on top of each other. It causes nerve damage. So I eventually might be paralyzed. Jesus Christ on a cracker. I have to see the chiropractor. It's not a maybe. I have to budget this into my life. So I see her once a week. My hips are no longer at a 45 degree angle. All right, hips. Um, they're pretty even keel. She, for everyone who thinks chiropractors are not real doctors, I always say this, fuck you. This, most of your health issues can be corrected by seeing a chiropractor and a lot of people don't know that with your spine is taken care of without that the rest of your body don't work right so if it is aligned you sleep better your digestion is better you said listen every time she adjusts me it makes me use the bathroom it's pushing everything where it's supposed Supposed to go yeah when you're on your period and you get an adjustment, if you have cramps, your cramps immediately are gone. Migraine, gone. Let me tell you, if you don't have a chiropractor, get one. As a Black person, get a Black chiropractor because they are well aware of the things going on with you as a Black person. Right. They're not going to downplay your stress because they know our stressors come from so many other areas. Like, she is worth every dime that I have spent. I will be a patient of hers for two years as of April. Wow. I will have been with her for two years. I will never leave. 
I love you. I love you, Dr. Marlene. I love you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have to mention, go get some joy. This is a uh, creative wellness agency that is run by Alex Hardy. Uh, I have known Alex for a long ass time. I want to say since MySpace. Yes, Um, you did tell me that. Yes. And then we worked together on The Extraordinary Negro. It was a podcast, a great podcast that was run by him and another guy by the name of Jay Connor. Um, I love that podcast so much so that I started working with them as an editor, but I have kept in touch with Alex since then. Um, He has gone on to do so many things regarding mental health. And as a mental health advocate, I support everything that he does. He does uh, check-in, wellness check-ins online that people can join for free. Um, Because he's also a writer, he sometimes does writer check-ins where we all come together but we're all doing our own thing it's it's weird it's kind of like a if we were all at at one of those what is those places where you can go and work like a uh, retreat no they're they're office buildings and sometimes you can oh, like oh, oh like a um a co-op like a co-op space yeah yeah but he does it online too like alex's you know, your modern day Renaissance man, but go get some joy is he's really trying to be um, a safe space for people when it comes to mental health. And so he's found creative ways to help people with their mental health. Um, And I think you should support him mainly because he can also come talk to your business about well help mental wellness as well um he does a plethora of things you can find him online um at go get some joy and also his personal page is colored boy i think that's that's what it is color boy um he will eventually be on the podcast to talk about this more but i will support anyone who is trying to help our black people with their mental wellness and also organizations that are interested in that. It's great right. to implement it as part of the diversity, inclusion, and equity program. Wrap some mental wellness in there for Black people. Um, last, but definitely not least, he has been on our podcast before, Darnell Walker. He recently had a birthday. Happy birthday, Darnell. Happy birthday, Darnell. He has a business called Passport Required. Darnell is also a modern day renaissance man because he does a little bit of everything. He's also a writer. Um, He was recently nominated for an Emmy um, for Karma's World. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you guys haven't seen that, it's on Netflix. Um, It's a really great show. However, we are here to talk about Passport Required. Yes. You can find it on all social media, Passport REQ. It's a travel company, and it started out a mystery travel company. So he plans these trips, and only a certain amount of people go, and he plans everything, and nobody knows where they're going. 
Right. Until I want to say maybe a month. Is it a month before you go? I I remember he said, I don't know if it was like a month, but it was like, you don't know until closer to the date that you're actually leaving. Yeah. Yes. So he has everything taken care of um, as far as lodging accommodations and where you guys are going to experience wherever this place is. So he's traveled in Africa. He's traveled in different parts of Europe. Um, I think he's done some places here in the United States too, but for the most part, he tries to take people out of the country. You can see something other than your own backyard. And they've only had one bad review but the person was like atrocious. Like there, he wrote a whole blog about it and everyone was like witnessing. So he doesn't want anyone, if you are not for adventure time, this is not for you. No. But if you are down to see some shit. Yes, that's what I was about to say. If you're down to get get it going, yeah. Yeah, and have an experience with other black people. Yeah. This is for you. I people have done this multiple times um i know some people might have some anxiety about not knowing where they're going this may not be for you but for people who are ready to throw a little caution to the wind and be open-minded uh passport required is a good travel company now he also does travel arrangements very for specific things too so if you wanted to plan a trip of your own you and your friends or you by yourself he can find you accommodations he has a good eye um and he pays attention to other things when he's planning these trips for other people for his groups he he can find things at a very low rate he also can find it on a luxury scale but he can also find it on a affordable scale where if you wanted to if it was just about adventure time, he can find great hostels and stuff like that. Right. So it's all contingent on your budget too. Yep. So all his trips, they're not super expensive either. No. When he was ta- not- when he was telling us that it's not, it wasn't expensive at all when he was telling us that I was like shocked. I was like, Yeah. And it's quality, it's a it's a quality trip. So Definitely check him out. Again, that's Passport Required. And that's Passport REQ on Instagram. He has a whole website, so you can ask whatever questions you want uh, for more information. So you have more? Yes, but you know, on one of his last trips, it wasn't the last one, but maybe the one before that, that we found out that we had a mutual friend. (laughs) Really? Yes. He oh, knows awesome. uh, he knows Teresa that I went to college with because yes, I know from, she went. Yeah. I saw yeah, her. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they're from the same hometown. They have both from Charlottesville, so yeah. so they know each other. It was it was so funny because I sent her a message. I was like, wait, like, and so we were talking about it. I was like, well, look at. I said the world is very, very super tiny and small. It like, is super duper tiny and small. So, um. The last uh, couple of people are two of my friends and then a place I want to go that we haven't gone yet, Suniga. Um, hmm. uh, Hip and Hops Brewery and o- Oyster Bar in East Atlanta. Wait uh, a minute. By- 
a brewery and oysters and we haven't gone? Yes. You tripping. Um, owned by Clarence and Danica Boston. It's, uh, I think, the first Black-owned brewery in the city of Atlanta. There's another one, but this one opened up first. That's why I said the first one, brick and mortar. Okay. Um, I have friends who have gone and they said it was good. Like they're oyster people. So they were like, it was good. And you know, the, the whole thing about going to breweries for me, you know, I don't drink beer. Like I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, sometimes when you go to a brewery, all they really offer is beer and other places they do all they have like a full bar so this place does have a, a bar so we yeah. can go but like um i st- i think that this is a new thing because in the city of atlanta their breweries are hop- popping up everywhere i yeah. suddenly found myself surrounded by four or five that i never knew existed before mm-hmm. um but this one because it's black owned it's, it's not near me but i will ride to the other side of town because that's what i do um to support this business um as far as i know i follow them on social media and um they've been doing really well i think they have like trivia like a hip-hop trivia night and all that type of stuff so it's it's a good time over there so if you guys trying to find somewhere to go get some drinks get some good oysters hippin hops brewery in east atlanta is where you need to take your little body and uh get some of that so we have two places that we have to put on the schedule with three yes. this is the place we went today that you need to go to um places that we need to y'all, put on y'all went rum punching without me <laughs> yeah. and i look side note we went rum punching to this place in particular because on their website they had the rum that we had in saint lucia that mm. we cannot find anywhere else and i asked the guy do you guys have this type of rum and he said yes we have the light and the dark. And I said, I will be here every day just because the rump was that the rump from St. Lucia was that good. So that's a whole nother spot. But uh, the, the last two women I'd like to give a shout out to are people dear and close to my heart. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my hairdresser. Um, Shakira! <laughs> her name is Shakira, but her business is Kiera Lanise Beauty Studio and Kiera Lanise Hair. So she sells hair and she has her own um, beauty salon. It is in Buckhead off the Far Road. Um, Shakira and I have been friends. We used to work together. Again, somebody I used to work with that left and did what they really wanted to do. She was miserable (laughs) at the job. She my friend, so I had to took her to the side and I said, "Look, girl, what's the plan? We got to get you out of here, like, cause this ain't working. I can't <laughs> work for you. I'm gonna support you, whatever you do, but we gotta put a date on it. Like, we gotta, we gotta do it." So she left and she got did an apprenticeship to get her beauty license, uh, to get her cosmetology license, and she's been doing my hair ever since. Uh, I'm going to see her on Wednesday. I'm looking at rough right now. But um, <laughs> she, I have told her, I have, everybody I know, anytime they say they need their hair done, I'm like, you can, uh, I should care do hair. So I have like turned everybody I know onto her to get their hair done. Um, 
she does a variety of things. Well, let me say this. She used to do more stuff, but now she's very focused. Like um, she really wants to work um, on natural hair. So she doesn't do relaxers at all anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's, she took that off her plate. Um, I think she used to do sew-ins. She doesn't do those anymore. Um, so she's very focused on what, you know, where she is. She's um, done some some hairstyling over at Tyler Paris Studios. Um, I think she did. Who hair did she do? Was it her makeup? Because she does makeup too. Um, Lynn Whitfield? Well, maybe she just took a picture with Lynn Whitfield. Something over at the Tyler Perry Studios, though, because she was <laughs> like, I got to go to Tyler Perry. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Get that Tyler Perry money, because that's where it's at. But um, you can find her on Instagram at Kiera Lanise. And um, she has all her links in there. But in her uh, Instagram, um, on her Instagram page, she shows you the work that she does. And you can see what the hair looks like when it's finished and how much her clients love her because I love her. She makes me look shiny and new when she does my hair. So I love you, Shakira. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> and, the and the last person I want to give a shout out to is my homie. We've been friends since before I moved to Atlanta. So sheesh. Oh, we've been friends for a super long time. Um, she used to braid my hair uh, when I lived in Virginia before I cut it all off when I had hair. She braided my hair before I had locks. So this is way back. So, um, and it was funny. She did my hair and then we just started hanging out with each other. But she has um, a business, uh, Veronica Madison Beauty. Um, it's named after her mother. And um, she makes wigs. Um, my friend Sandra is the owner and she's a cancer survivor. So she makes um, custom wigs for, for people. And when I tell you that these wigs are plucked to the gods, like you see people <laughs> like when they get wigs and they're like, it's already plucked, it's pre-plucked. I mean, when she makes wigs, she does everything. She takes the hair, it's done with lots of care. And the wigs are fan fan fucking tastic when i tell you um they look great and she always would try them on and you know she takes pictures to let you know what the wigs look like but um if you go to veronica madison beauty on instagram you'll see her work and how she customizes the wigs and she i she had made a wig that was like red in color and i was like I'm gonna snatch that one, like let me get a house because I'm gonna take it. But she is my long look, long term friend. We've been friends forever. We've been through so many ups and downs. But she is a wonderful businesswoman, and she's been in business for many years. Um, she is a sister lock consultant. She does braids. She does locks. She makes wigs, and that's her side hustle. She has another, she has like a full-time job. So I'm starting to realize that of all my friends, I am the laziest because I need a side do We don't, don't use that word. <laughs> don't use that word. Okay. I'm not, I'm not lazy, but good God. I need to focus. I need to focus better. Let me say that. Your plate so is full. Have a, 
man. I have a, I, I'm, <laughs> a money, a money making side hustle, a money making side hustle. Because you know these feet pistols ain't selling like I want them to. <laughs> All right, only fans. <laughs> yes, but yes, those um are my last three that I wanted to talk about. I love giving the black business shout outs because I love, yes. I mean, like I'm with you when you said you needed a black chiropractor, like my primary care physician was black. She moved to another uh, state. Mm-hmm. I had to find me another one. So I found me another black <laughs> primary care physician. I just want to do that. That's just kind of my thing. Like, I don't want to see anybody else. I want somebody to be able to relate to me in those spaces so like I try to give my money at all times to black businesses I go to the, I try to go to the black restaurants the black yes. hairdressers I mean I at some point I had a black nail tech that was coming to my I would I, love that yeah so that's you know so I'm always searching for those things so for me like if y'all know some black people that's doing some things services that I can utilize please let me know because like I like my nails they look great but I would love to have a black nail tech again. Like, yes. Right. I, right. Listen, I yeah. was so sad when you told me she was not doing them anymore. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was super sad. But I mean, she was doing her thing. My nails was looking fabulous. They were. All the time when she did my nails. They were. And they look okay. It's so funny because now when I see her. Dana. She'll be, like, <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be like, let me see your hands. She'll be like, Okay, they did a good job, and I'll be like, "I need you back." Come but back she has, um, she actually, da- look, I'll give a shout out to Dana because yes. I'm proud of her. She actually is, um, did a project while she was in school that was uh, to help revitalize business in the Sweet Auburn area in at downtown Atlanta, and she actually got hired to manage, or I think it's she's managing a small business incubator um, in um, on Auburn Avenue downtown. So mm-hmm. she's do- that's her thing now. So, I mean, I'm not mad because that's awesome. Yes. But I, I still would like to get my else So <laughs> You know, maybe this will be an annual thing where we give shout outs to Black businesses because, yeah. you know, there's more businesses popping up. Yes, last week we talked about to LLC or not to LLC. But that wasn't telling people don't have businesses. We're saying have good businesses like these people that we have highlighted. You know, yes. they have great customer service. Most of the people, I I think with the exception of one, two of the people, I haven't used their services. And that right. was the candle, the candle maker who I will be using her and Darnell, which I can't use him because I I have to have certain accommodations when I travel. But that doesn't mean that I don't encourage you guys to use these people's services. Like I trust that they will give you great service. Even my cousin, I he's in California, so that's why I haven't utilized his services. But I have friends who have and they have been pleased. So mm-hmm. we wouldn't steer you guys wrong. We wouldn't tell you to go somewhere that we ourselves would not patronize right. or that gets bad ratings. All of these people, um, 
their customers are pleased with them. So check them out. Maybe you too will be pleased. Yes. And if you go and you have a great experience, let that company know and let us know somewhere that we yeah. suggested that it, that you had a great experience. I like to hear that type of stuff. So Yeah, because every time we suggest people, it don't be hidden all the time. So it's I'm, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. Tamara has referred me to a lot of people that has been like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'll be like, damn, it wasn't like that when I went. <laughs> but nevertheless, I will say most of the time, you know, most of the businesses, the Black businesses that I've dealt with, you know, they do pay attention to the quality of care because they know what it was like when they were strictly a consumer before they had a business. Right. Exactly. So, you know, please, if you can circulate your dollar through Black Hands, please, by all means, do so. Yeah. These are some of the people that you can spend your money with. Definitely. So This was fun. I love it. It was. We're closing out our year. Happy anniversary to us. Yeah. And we'll we'll see you uh in a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> well look, we'll just say soon. <laughs> soon. Coming soon. We, Coming we will soon. make sure that you guys uh have have uh access to these people's uh, Instagram handles if you're interested in the services that they provide. So yeah. stay tuned for that. All right. Adios. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Bye. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OVI Podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or Audible. And thank you for listening to Outside Voice 